0: Hi everyone and welcome to episode 100. My name's Rhonda and I'm your host. And this week we are going to celebrate the fact that we've reached episode 100. I can't believe it. It's absolutely fantastic. I'm excited. I'm happy. Um, I'm happy that I have really committed to this form of content for you guys. Um, And I want to talk this week about my wins my losses, my successes, my difficulties and just share some of my journey over the last um, four years really since I graduated from a training and two years really since I started the podcast. So I'm going to give away a wee prize this week as well. Um, So keep listening to find out how you can win an, an intuitive guidance reading. So I usually only do those for free in the group, and they're usually very short. Um, but I'm going to offer a lucky listener one intuitive guidance reading, a report. So you get you send me a short um, note about what it is that you'd like to have reading about, and then the guides will give you probably something completely different anyway. But it comes in a in a report via email. So keep listening and find out how you can how you can win that. So, 100 episodes, wow, the community's growing, we're now at 7,000 members in our Facebook community and I think that that community is absolutely wonderful. It is respectful, sacred, loving, friendly, welcoming, it's just an amazing space. And I remember when I first started the group, it was actually meant to be a podcast group in the main. It wasn't meant to be just an anything goes community. Um, and and it did okay as a podcast group. But then I realised that there really was a need in our um, spiritual community for a online space that um, held firm in the boundaries that we would normally have in, in an offline space. And then this was pre COVID, this was before all that crazy online stuff exploded. So I I decided right from the beginning that we would have a space where we would only work with eye language, where we would have a space that was respectful, that we wouldn't have Random advice and overwhelming right and wrong and arguments and and people getting triggered and and everybody just lots of people just generally getting upset and and I see that in a lot of online groups and I really didn't want it for us and people said oh you won't manage that in an online group you won't you won't manage that in a in a Facebook group there's no point in in kind of making a rod for your own back but I'm stubborn you see. <laughs> And I decided that that is exactly what I was going to do and it's been it's been a long road and it's been it's been quite hard um in a lot of ways the um video that I made in july twenty twenty which is in the announcement section of the group, which you all are encouraged to listen to or at least read the read the statement at the top um has gotten longer. And I've added things to it as I've realised how to keep the language as clear as possible. Um, I've added no statements of fact. So people saying this is the way. Don't want any of that. And inflammatory statements. And I find some people would, while making statements in the form of eye language, would seem to be deliberately inflammatory with what they were saying. So, you know, we're, we're not having any of that either. And what I found is that 90, 99% of the people who join our group are absolutely, not Not only do they agree with it, but they love it. They love the space that we've created and everybody helps, everybody gets involved. And yes, it can be a little worrying when you're new and you're, you think, oh, I'm going to get it wrong. I'm going mean, to say something incorrectly, but most of the time we just let you know really respectfully and gently. And... Usually people are fine with that. There have been times where I have been called names, where people have called me narcissistic or controlling and um, that's, that's okay. I've got thick skin, I'm okay with that. And I think that when you run something like this in a way that really holds firm boundaries people will be triggered by that so I was ready for it and to be honest it just really doesn't happen anywhere near as much as I thought it would I I did think that I would spend my time arguing with people in my group but I think because I'm completely supported by 99% of our members and I'm completely held people will report um and inconsiderate or inappropriate comments the moderator team is getting bigger and they're all really dedicated and really keen to keep the space as clean and and clear and, and light filled as possible. So that's been my I think I feel like that's been one of my biggest wins, to be honest, is to grow the community for everybody and have that safe, free space that people can come to and know that they'll be safe. Know that they can learn things, know that they can ask questions and not not receive a barrage of misguided advice and um, save your energy and other people's projections, um, and I feel like we've all done a really good job. So, thank you to everybody who's in the community group and who and who adheres to our value and our boundary. And um, lots of people have even said that they've taken that idea out into their life, and it's changed how they are in their life, and it's made a massive difference for the better. So, wow, a huge win, life changing while still coming with some difficulties for sure, um, it's been absolutely worth it. Absolutely worth it. It's absolutely amazing. So that's a huge win. TikTok. I don't know if if you all, um, lots of you will have found me on TikTok. I remember starting TikTok back um, maybe, I don't know, maybe a year and a half ago now. I took a really long break from TikTok because I was pregnant and having my baby, which I'm going to talk about in a minute. But I remember joining TikTok, and wow, people laughed at me. I, I really did get some 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 um, raised eyebrows, and um, oh, that's just for kids, and oh, why are you bothering with that? And there's, you know, I'm now 130,000 followers and counting on TikTok. We get a massive opportunity to connect with people that we would never be able to connect with otherwise. A good influx of people coming into the community group. It just affords the opportunity for wonderful connection what's difficult about tiktok for me if i'm going to be honest about it is that there's no way to um hold the space in tiktok like you would like we do on facebook your videos are seen by whoever wants to see them and anybody can comment so that's been quite a difficult thing for me to to work with energetically to hold myself clear and clean from some of the more often some of the abuse that i get on on tiktok um i'd say 80 to 90 percent of the comments i receive are positive and thankful and um sometimes people share things with me that i didn't know so i learn things it's it's most mostly lovely but there are there's there's quite a lot more um difficult comments and and people just being generally sometimes you'll find people that will go through all of my all of my comments and they will give advice to people in my comments because it then helps them to gain followers on their page so I've really had to work hard to drop control and if you've listened to my podcast episode on me being a recovering control freak you'll know that that's very difficult for me um so unless it's like terrible right up in your face absolutely disgraceful behavior which I do delete those comments and block people sometimes I just leave it because I think, you know what, this isn't the space for me to control. This is the space for me to put my message out there, to be seen and heard and let it go. Like, it's not up to me what people do with that. I, I hold the intention that the right people will find me, the right few people will find our community and the right people will cross the barrier from TikTok into Facebook. And I think so far that's worked really well. I feel like everybody who's joined us is really um, loving the space and Um, is loving the connection with a more Celtic and creative way of working which is great and that's the other thing I'd like to talk about today as well is is some of the um, Celtic questions that have been asked in TikTok so I do do Celtic content but also I would say that I'm not exclusively a Celtic practitioner by far in the same way that Sam is, who is our seer and Celticist specialist who works with the centre often. I am really keen to connect with the land where I live with the, my ancestors and I'm not appropriate from other cultures. That's something that I've always felt is is relevant to me. But what I do isn't always exclusively Celtic a lot of what I receive is directly from spirit is directly from my guides so I wouldn't call it Celtic it's definitely shamanic but just because I do it doesn't make it Celtic I should. I really want to say that to anybody who's listening and I'm going to do a post on that in the group as well just to clarify um, the type of work that I do do that was, a, that was a wee segue there that I thought of anyway so massive wins in growing my community Um, and also having people having access to free content is a huge value of mine it's a huge value of the center I don't think you'll find as much free content anywhere else to help you to build a shamanic way of life I might be wrong in which case do tell me because I'd love to um, check that out and maybe we can get in touch with whoever does that and kind of share our work and connect but through our facebook workshops in the guide section are now a hundred episodes of our podcast shaman talk which for the most part is different training our online healing circles our free healing circles our online introduction to shamanism which is absolutely free and our scholarship program which means that if uh if we are doing some kind of course which you can't afford to join you can ask for a free place and generally speaking for especially for our um, lower cost workshops then we definitely usually say yes to everybody who asks actually for our more expensive workshops that's not always possible the you know the um the coffers don't always cover that but we also offer um our free workshops and healing circles that people can donate to and that's how we fill our scholarship fund I'd give my time for free and anybody who donates that money goes into the pot to give people free access to our courses so for me that's been a huge win has been able to kind of develop that scholarship but still in the early days it's quite new Um, we only launched that this year and to date I think we've... um, giving away a couple of thousand pounds worth of free classes to people which I think is wonderful so that's a huge win which I'm really happy about another on a more personal note I had a baby in the last year I was pregnant for a while and obviously and that was that was really hard I have to say um had quite a bad morning sickness and a lot of the time I was having to do lives and 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 one-to-ones and really the spirit spirit, and my guides really got me through that along with ginger ginger sweeties I remember sitting just being so sick I wasn't often physically sick but I was very nauseous, I felt very sick and what was amazing was that during the live events or during the, um, the one-to-ones that I was doing I would always feel fine, it's like the spirits came in and really held me and I'm so grateful for that but that was a really difficult time um, and then those of you who were around will remember I had to go off early on maternity leave because I haven't told this story so I'm going to tell a bit of it now but I actually went into labour, early labour at 36 weeks, um, started having contractions at the beginning of, just at the end of May, beginning of June which, was that, or was it the end of June, when was I due? I was due on the 30th of June, yeah so it was like just before, it was the end of May Um And I was meant to be working in June. So as you all know, I kind of pulled back early. I had to cancel some one-to-ones and I got ready to meet my baby and she didn't come. The labour stalled and then I was in early labour for five weeks. So every day for five weeks I had some form of contractions. Sometimes they were just really mild and sometimes they got quite strong and regular But they didn't ever come to anything, and that got really disheartening. That was very hard. um, I felt, and I tried everything, you know. I've got a a couple of doula friends who were giving me advice, and I was doing the oxytocin thing, and like just anything I could think of, calling in the guides. And then what I realized was that this baby wasn't was coming when she was ready, so I just had to let go and relax. And call my guys in to help me do that, rather than try and speed the speed this process up. And as soon as I did that, I did relax quite a bit and and managed managed a lot better in the final kind of week and a half. And then of course the conversation I get closer to forty weeks, and the conversation comes up, you know, about how how what we're going to do if we go over forty weeks, if we if we're overdue. And I'm 41, for anybody who doesn't know that, so I was consider- I'm was i considered an older mother. um. So they were a bit concerned about that. I wasn't concerned in the slightest, but that's okay. And then um, Marin, she was also breech as well, so induction wasn't an option for me. So it was either a vaginal birth, which I was pushing for, which is what I wanted. And although they tried to convince me otherwise... They agreed eventually that that's what we would do would be to have a, a breech birth vaginally and they would support me in that and they were very good. But then <laughs> time just kept on going, kept on marching. So then I had to enter into a chat with my um, consultant about um, a scheduled C-section and I really didn't want a C-section um, or an induction. I wanted a natural birth. Eve was a natural birth mother my, my first daughter and I really that's what I, that's what I wanted to do. I just wanted to do it better this time, so I thought, but that's not what happened and eventually, when we got to forty one weeks, everybody started panicking, my midwife started panicking, my consultant started panicking i'm forty one my baby's breach um you know, and eventually I kind of i guess I gave in in a way I was like right, okay, you're probably right. I've pushed this long enough and and actually fighting against the advice of my medical team became more tiring, I think, than it was worth. So I said, right, let's book in for a a C-section at 40, whatever it was, nearly 42 weeks. And so that's what we did. Um, And I hoped that she would come before then and she didn't. (laughs) So on the 9th of July we went in for our C-section and I have to say it was magical. It was just as magical as the um, the vaginal birth I had hoped for and the team were absolutely amazing. It was relaxed, it was calm, it was kind, it was loving, it was very special and we got to meet our baby in the best possible circumstances. The recovery was different, but I wouldn't say it was any worse than the first time round. Um, I got home the next day. I tried to go home the same day, but I didn't, I didn't quite manage that. So I was determined to get home as soon as possible so that Mirren and I could be in our own space. That's what I did. I got home the next day and then just relaxed while we got to know each other and um and now she's 12, 12, 13 weeks she'll be when this goes live. 14 weeks, 13 weeks. 14 weeks when this goes live. um, And we're all thriving and we're doing really well. Um, yes, I'm a bit tired. <laughs> yes, there have been difficult moments. But overall, we're really delighted and happy and, and loving life. So that's been a huge win for me. Um, For those of you who know my story, from the first time round, my other daughter, Eve is twenty. We'll know that that was a very different story. I talk about that in some of my other podcasts. You'll come across the story at some point. I'm sure, so to have such a different experience and to feel in my own power and to feel like I had just welcomed this little soul into the world with you know with my guides and with the midwives of soul and It was just magical. It was amazing. So it's a huge win for me. So yeah, the last couple of years since I started this podcast have been in short, magical, amazing. I'm so blessed. I also give myself credit for the work that I've done in order to get myself to this point and to to feel like I can put myself out there and share my medicine and share what the guides give me. And to thank each and every one of you for being here with me during that that time, whether you're new or whether you've been around since the beginning. I'm very grateful. (sighs) So, the giveaway, the intuitive guidance giveaway that we're going to do. So what I'd like you to do is, I'd like you to go into our community group. The link is in the show notes for that, which is centreforshamanism.com forward slash 100. So in the show notes, you'll get the link to the Facebook group. So I'd like you to go to the podcast post in the announcement section and I'd like you to comment what is your favourite thing about the Centre for Shamanism for you? What is what is the most magical thing that you have gotten from this space that we have all created together? And let's let's have like a, a really nice sharing and a nice be in a nice space of gratitude about what what we have here um because it's magical to me and I hope it's also magical to you. So that's how you join in. You share your your favourite thing about the centre, your most magical moment, maybe it's your maybe it's your um your biggest realisation, whatever it is, something that you're grateful for basically about about the centre. And Write that in the in the podcast post, and then in two weeks' time or two weeks after this goes live for the next podcast, then I will draw the winner and I will give that person an intuitive guidance reading report all right, and i don't I'm not selling these, so this is the only way to get one that's much more comprehensive than the ones that you get in the live events that I do in the group. One other thing I'd like to just mention that I've been mentioning everywhere in case anybody wants to know is that in our membership group, Momentum membership, we also have a giveaway on the go. All you have to do for that giveaway is to be a member. And at some point before the end of the year, I will be giving away a free shamanic drum. It is a 12 inch blue moon drum. Sounds amazing. Um, made for our centre by our um making partner, we'll call them. And someday a membership a member of our membership is gonna win that. And again, that's another way for for me to say thank you to our members for their commitment and their drive and their honesty and their um some of the work we do is quite deep and quite difficult and yet they show up week after week after week to the live events. They commit to the, the monthly mantra. They, um, they, they show up consistently and it's really amazing to have that community there. Um, so if you'd like to join the membership or see what it's about, then you can go again to the show notes and you'll be able to read through the link to the membership and then if you'd like to give it a try you get a free month one free month um if you're rejoining us and because you've left sometimes people dip in and out you know please remember that you only get one free month so if you're rejoining there's a link for you to rejoin rather than get another free month so you only get one free month so we have live events every week We have courses you can do there's the facebook group we have a monthly mantra we have an accountability group we have a reading thing that we do a book a book thing that we do a book club that we do every month there's loads of stuff you don't have to do it all don't feel overwhelmed um and i think that the value that we give is again i haven't found anywhere else that gives the value that we give for the money that you pay which is only 19.99 a month pounds british pounds so that's about twenty five dollars u s dollars I think a month that's it for four live events so if you only come to even if you only come to one live event a month, that's what we charge for our events out with the membership so you would still be getting your money's worth It's a great community. we get into some really deep stuff it's a great place to develop your practice to learn new things and to work on this thing we call life this healing journey this pathway through our time here on earth. So hopefully I'll, maybe we'll see some new people join in our current membership. I think it's sitting about 140 just now. I think we've got about 140 members. So this has been a bit of a, shall we call it self-indulgent? Why not? A bit of a self-indulgent podcast where I've just talked about myself and I think that's okay. <laughs> um, I think that it's maybe some people like to hear my stories or hear me talk about how I feel about things or... Whatever it's a, uh, it's just such a pleasure to work in this way. I feel so blessed to have been given the energy and the drive to get to a hundred episodes of this podcast, to have grown our membership to seven thousand people, to have one hundred thirty thousand followers on TikTok, to have people coming through our membership and our apprenticeship, which is currently closed but will open again in the coming months. So keep your eye out for that. And it's magical. It's magical we're all changing each other's lives. We're here doing the work and I couldn't be more grateful. So do get in the comments in the Facebook group and join our giveaway for an intuitive guidance read-in report. Something that you're really grateful for. Something about the centre that really sings to your soul and share. share a story. Share something inspiring. All right, folks. Thank you for sticking with me for 100 episodes. Go back to the first one. It's really funny. It's very different. Um, some people have said to me, you should change your first episode. You know, you'll draw people in better if you change it. And I think, no, that's the truth of this podcast. And if you listen from the beginning, then you, you really hear the progress that we've made. And um, it's worse than all. You know, I'm not going to not gonna shine something up. And I think that there's a special magic to to the progress that we've made. Um, together through this podcast and through the centre so thank you so much for listening I love you all very much I'll see you all in the Facebook group and can't wait to hear your comments about what you find magical about this work much love and I'll see you all same time, same place in a couple of weeks hey thank you so much for listening we love it we love you we love connecting with you on our podcast we're really pushing our facebook community right now it is where all the juicy shamanic stuff happens so if you'd like to join us in that community you'll find us on facebook and look for the center for shamanism community group and we'll see you there